Hello everyone, welcome to Lessons Learned with Farah. I'm Farah, a 14-year-old student, and you're watching or listening to Lessons Learned with Farah, a podcast where I interview the most inspiring, the most experienced, to give you the big life lessons and tips they've learned throughout their journey to help you with your future. At the end, from the back. evangelist who advocates for students, believes in the power of storytelling, and is the co-author of um, uh, Google and Microsoft Infused Classroom. All of her social media will be in the description box below. Without further ado, let's get right into it. Welcome to this podcast, Tanya. How are you? Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. Thank you for being here. Um, so I'm just going to start with um, a little backstory and your, like what inspired you. So what inspired you to become an educator? Wow, it's a great question. I, um, I've always loved working with students. I worked at summer camps and uh, my great aunt uh, was a very uh, influential person in my life. And she was an incredibly talented educator. And so growing up, I would go to her house and she would always um, send me home with books and all of her books that she had, she would go and meet authors. And so I had like um, Judy Bloom books that were like signed by Judy Bloom. And it was just, she was just the most magical person. And I just loved her. So I always had such great role models of educators in my life who just made me feel and developed me um, to be who I am today. And uh, in high school, um, I had some really influential teachers that I think were really part of my kind of like love for education because they had such impact on me. Um, I wasn't necessarily at the beginnings a very strong student because I have dyslexia and I have ADHD. And so I struggled without knowing that those were the things that I was dealing with as a child. Um, and so I guess when I got older, I realized that I really like was happy happiest when I was working with students and then I, I felt I could make an impact with kids. That's amazing. <laughs> um, so something else I realized was on your Twitter bio, you wrote that you advocate to students. So what does what does that mean to you? What does that feel like to you? So it's I, I always see myself as a bit of a disruptor. Um, I'm unapologetically um, always trying to do what's best for kids and it's not always popular um but my perspective is that if we continually try to um you know push and do what's best for our students for teachers who are advocating for students um instead of at the expense of maybe perhaps you know you always liking me <laughs> at the moment you know i i'm always tend to be the one that will say things that um you know need to be said when they need to be said to the right people um someone has to do it i know that dr i uh, who we work with so closely gets that because i think she's very similar in that way um so as an advocate it's really about putting my needs last and my students needs first and really doing what's best for them always as a student we're really like happy to have someone like you um so I also realized that you have a like very strong personal brand. 
And since we're talking about your professional life, how has that helped you in your professional life? Um, what do you mean by that question? Um, like you've been, you, uh, you wrote a book and you, like you're advocating for students and you really want to bring everything you can to them. So how has that helped you in your professional life, like with your jobs and? Well, I, it's interesting that you say that because, um, you know, I work at Adobe and that's my, my role um, now, but I actually didn't apply um, for this job. I, um, I, I wasn't seeking out work or employment oh. with the company. Um, and so it does go hand in hand because I was doing work. I was putting ideas out. I was sharing things on social media. I was writing, I wrote a book because we were working with teachers for years, my, my co-author Holly and I, and, and we realized there was a gap and that we had these ideas that we were like, let's just write them down. <laughs> and so we did it because we wanted to help people. Um, and so I think that like, sometimes, you know, things just kind of happen in such a way that they're meant to be and they kind of work out because if you're passionate enough, like the way I feel about the, my direction, I can't speak for everybody, but for me, I've, I've kind of really just ultimately always gone back to that whole idea is like, what's best for students and how are we doing what's best for them? And so anything that I'm putting out and putting out, putting out really goes back to a mission that's like really about that. And so I guess that those connected and like have helped me professionally because I follow the things that I'm most passionate about. And um, I found the right place to be able to do that professionally. Um, so since like um, you're talking a little bit about how you do everything for students. And um, so I wanted to ask a question about social media. So there's so much uneducated fear of social media among my peers. So what are some tips you have for students to use social media, but for the good of it, for good? Yeah, so social media for good, that's, that's great. And this is something that I, you know, this has been going on since like, I literally remember when Facebook like came out. So that's, so now I feel real old. But at the time it was like, what is this thing? And I had an 11th grade student that came into my room. I was teaching, it was 2007, I think. Yeah, it was 2007. Oh gosh. <laughs> and um, she came into the room and she was like, M -m you know, Miss Everett, are you, uh, have you seen the, 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 the Facebook? Uh, like Facebook? And I was like, the Facebook? What's this thing? And she's like, it's amazing. You go on and you could talk to all your friends. It's where everyone is. And I was like, what is this thing? And so I went home and I got on and I like made an account and I was like, this is, this is kind of cool. And I like did all the things at the beginning that you shouldn't do, like share too many of my thoughts randomly and like put too many pictures of my family, which is fine for some, no judgment, but like, I just did it all. Like, like all the things that later on, I was like, Oh, I don't want to do that. You know? And, um, all along I was seeing my students like doing a lot of things. And this was like really early on when we were like not talking about anything about how to use this. It was like, imagine being a pioneer in the wild, wild west. You know, like that's what it was. It was like uncharted territory. And so what happened was my students came in one morning and they, they were really upset. They were freaking out. And I was like, what's going on? And I taught media, like I taught media. That was what I taught about technology and how to use the media and like how to look at the media. And they came into my classroom and I hadn't been talking about 
this yet. I didn't know enough about it. And one of their peers from another school had gotten expelled because they created a mean, you know, like, did you ever watch the, the movie Mean Girls? Um, no. Oh my goodness. So it's a movie about like these girls essentially that are mean and they have a thing called a burn book. It's so mean, they're like bullies. And they made a burn book for teachers at their school on Facebook. So like, we know that that's not good. <laughs> like, like, you know, at this point, like that's not good. But then like, no one was talking about that. And so my students were angry and I was like, wait, why are you angry? Like, that was really bad what they did, you know? And they were like, it was on the internet. They did it on their own time. Why should they be in trouble? It's freedom of speech. And it, like, we're still having this conversation about freedom of speech, right? Like when it impacts other people, right? And so it was like, oh my God. Like, I, I remember when that happened and I was like, okay, I really need to teach kids about this. <laughs> and so um, it's really been a big part of my life since 2007. I, I wrote a digital citizenship program in 2010. So like you were baby, <laughs> you know? I, wrote a, I wrote a digital citizenship program for my district. And I taught teachers how to think about how to teach kids about using technology appropriately and in a meaningful way. And so I think that's still important to have conversations about like, um, you know, the, the idea that nothing you ever post online is ever private. And if you know that with all intense purposes, then either you can use it for good or you can use it in a way that might not be the best for you later, because there are consequences to our actions. You can say anything, sure. But that doesn't mean that there's not going to be other kinds of consequences, social or um, emotional or how you treat others or down the line, how it impacts your job or a future internship. But on the flip side, what I learned over the years and which is so cool what you're doing is that you can actually change the narrative and take the media that you're using and take social media and take all those pieces and learn how to use it to tell the story that you want to tell, <laughs> right? And tell the story that you think is important and use it for um, as a vehicle, as a tool for good. And so that's kind of really been a big part of my life, my life's work with working with students. It's crazy how Facebook was like the only social media <laughs> platform back then. Well, there was too people had to think I don't know if you've ever heard of MySpace but it was like it was really a bonkers place <laughs> but yeah I was I was through it all I'm I'm an elder millennial so I was born in 1982 so like I I I I'm right at the beginnings of all of this oh wow <laughs> like now there are so many forms and men for students to use like the most Sorry, what was the question? Um, I said, um, which one do you recommend for students to use the most? So that's a very personal question because different social media, I think it's like the, the um, you know, what is the right, who's the audience and what's the right tool to reach the audience? I think that that's kind of like how I approach it. It's like, who do you want to talk to, right? Because like, 
I might say, well, if I was going to be applying for a job or I'm looking to get an internship or I'm like applying for college, like I would say like, you know, you might want to create a LinkedIn profile, like, because, you know, there's people on there that um, are looking for like certain, you know, conversations and like things about you that you would share. And then there's, you know, do you want to get a message across in like a really fun and creative way? Like, well, TikTok is probably really great for that, you know, and you have a huge audience there. So you have to think like, where's the audience and how, what, what's the right like media that's going to reach the audience. Um, so I don't know if there's like a one size fits all. I think it really depends on what you're trying to say. Um, so talking about like young people and social media, and obviously like many young people have been using TikTok. Um, so what do you think about it? And like, can you give a recommendation of how they can use it for their own good? So, you know, I, 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 I never claim to be an expert when I'm not. <laughs> so um, TikTok is kind of still a space for me personally where I think I'm feeling aged. <laughs> I, I, I think it's fun and I see the value of these kind of micro videos that are really catchy and, and, and can get your attention. I think that TikTok is built in a way to keep you because there's an algorithm that learns your habits and your watching habits. So it's constantly feeding you things that it senses that you enjoy. So it's kind of like a bit addictive in my mind. Um, and that's something that I think about. I'm not saying the negative, I'm saying you have to balance the good and the bad, right? Um, and so I'll, I, I can't speak for myself. I do think that there's value in education. I think there's a lot of educators that are on there. I think there's a lot of learning opportunities on TikTok. Like I think that you can learn a lot and it's catchy and sticks. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm all about finding ways to engage. Um, so I'm not, I'm not against anything. Um, I just don't know if I'm the, necessarily the best person to give advice. I think the advice I would give is this, it's like, you know, go to places where you know your audience well, right? Um, I think that there's an authenticity to that. Um, you know, I think that sometimes like, uh, you know, I, I have to learn that audience and I don't necessarily know who I'm speaking to. So mm -hmm. I might not always come across authentic and that's never something I want to be seen as inauthentic. Um, but I'll say this, like with my own daughter, or she's 13. So you're similar age. She felt icky on there and that's how she felt. And she realized that she, like, for her, she was on it and she would go back on it. And she sensed that she was like, like, she was like on it too much and, and she would put it down and she'd feel icky a bit. And this was her own words, like, not me. I didn't do this. And on her own, she decided that either she was going to set time limits or she decided she just didn't want to do it. And so I think everyone has to find what feels good and not icky. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if that's the advice you were looking for, but yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people agree that TikTok is like addicting. Like that's why it's called TikTok. Time. Oh, because I didn't know that. Farah, you're teaching me things. I didn't realize it was because it has to do with like you're like taking up time. Yeah, like it's the clock ticking and you're not doing anything. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> did not know that 
So besides like social media, what um, are some like additional skills young people need to develop if they want to apply for inter internships or even work for Adobe or right. just the big companies? Yes. Okay. So here are skills that I see needed that are not often, I think, necessarily being taught or like that we, we don't necessarily like talk a lot about. And okay, few. One, I think understanding how to leverage media to build community is very powerful because there's a lot of brands, there's a lot of noise, there's a lot of conversations that are happening with people who are good at things and that's fine. You could be great at something. There's a lot of experts on similar topics, but I think what will be a distinguishing factor for brands, for personal brands, is their ability to build community around a mission, around something that they believe in. Because when it becomes about you and not about your mission, that's when you can easily be replaced. So I think that there's something to be said about really rallying around something you believe in and that you, you know, that like, through media. Um, otherwise, you're just another salesperson, you know, like, you know, so as Simon Sinek, I think, you know, always talks about start with your why. And I think that's still so relevant. Like when you're creating anything, like, you know, when you're designing something, when you're putting something out there, like you need to start with your why, and you need to build, um, like, find that army of people that like, are going to really like work with you to get that out. Um, because otherwise you're, you become a bit of an echo chamber with other people, right? Uh, and also find people out there that don't always agree with you and, um, and, and try to understand perspectives and, and learn about those perspectives as well. Um, and I think that those skills are really valuable, right? To be humble, to understand other people's perspectives to um, understand the needs of your customers and really put those first like the needs like the way as a teacher I need to know what are the needs of my students. Mm -hmm. um, so empathy is really important and it's a skill, I think that can be developed and taught. Mm -hmm. I also think that um, you need to really be able to work together with other people and understand, you know, be able to understand other people's lives and perspectives. I think that that's something that um, is so valuable on a team and, and in a workplace. And that if it's not, uh, if it's not there, then nothing works. You could have the best ideas in the world. Um, but if you can't convey them and then work with other people who may not see things differently uh, than you, your ideas will just go into thin air. So those are some skills that honestly, I'm literally giving you things that I'm working through now, you know, like that's a lot of the stuff that as an adult working in a big company, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm learning. It's like, how do I communicate effectively to get my message across? And it doesn't necessarily mean just written visually, like mm -hmm. no one wants to read big essays in real life. <laughs> you know, they want to, they want a video, they want to they want a storyboard like those are the skills that like in the real world that people need um you know so so i think those are things to think about mm -hmm. these are like thank you for giving us this many tips for of to achieve all of these skills well um, and you're doing it right now i mean the things that you're doing 
are gonna put you, I'm just saying, just saying, like this having a podcast, reaching out to people, like those are the things that like are going to be so helpful in your life later on. And you're doing it 14. I, I can't even imagine like the skill set that you're developing out now. There are people who are your age and older who ha ha have not been doing this. And this is so valuable. So good for you. Like, I'm so impressed. Thank you. Um, so do you have any additional advice that you have to give to our listeners that we didn't um, have time to go through today? So I would just say this, like, I think that you really... I think you need to really kind of be true to like the things that you're, you really believe in. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that's like a cheesy way of saying something, but like, I, I mean, for me, that's what I, um, that that's, that's just for me, like what, what drives me and then just like kind of sticking to that. Um, because ultimately the intentions that you have when they're pure, they always like, those things will always come out, you know, like pure intentions, pure to the heart if they're sincere, like people around you will know, and that's when people start listening. Um, so I, I, I don't know if that makes us any, uh, makes any sense, but like, keep on doing this kind of good work, like mm -hmm. being able to, to share the work that you're passionate about, uh, be able to spread the good messages that you're doing. Um, and that, you know, if, if, if you are a student, your voice does really matter. If anything, you have so much more power when you're a student, more than you ever would imagine than when you get older. So use it, use it wisely. <laughs> um, and where, like to end it. Sorry, Farah? Um, where can they learn more about you? Oh, well, I mean, I, I guess... I'm still kind of in the Twitter world. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm everywhere, but um, they can follow me on uh, at, at Tani Avarith uh, mm -hmm. on LinkedIn. I'm Tani Avarith. I, uh, <laughs> I I'm I'm on Inst I'm hardly on Instagram. I'm so bad. I got to do more. Um, I'm at, at Tani Avarith. So anywhere you go on social, just Google me. There, you will find me. Um, I've worked hard over the years to develop my resume online. Um, so just, you know, just Google me and you will find me there. Thank you for being here today. Farah, thank you for doing this. This is incredible. I had such a great time and keep on doing the amazing work you're doing. You're such an incredibly impressive uh, young woman. And I have no doubt you will do great things in the world. Thank you.